What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Voices from the Planet. Did you guys miss me over this break? Let me tell you, there's been a lot of changes at the Voices from the Planet household. Oh, shit. As you can probably hear, I'm driving while recording this intro for this episode. I recorded this past Saturday with my homie Matt from the Midnight Yeti podcast. Um got some new equipment my wife is fucking shit she ordered me some new podcast equipment some like extendable mic arms that clip onto the table she got me a new mic she got me a microphone like hub so or not microphone headphone hub so everybody can have their own headphones who's on the podcast and she also gave me a baby yeah we had a baby fucking crazy how little sleep we've been getting me not I've been getting way more than my wife I'm sure she's exhausted she's staying home right now with the baby I'm back to work so finding time has been a little difficult to record these podcasts or even the solo casts just haven't really had time but yeah made time Matt came over on Saturday since I was all excited because I got all this new equipment and shit so I wanted to try and use some of it so we recorded this podcast Uh, We talked about all kinds of shit, started off talking about the Star Wars movie, and then kind of moved on to the Marvel movies, Uh, talked a little bit about North Korea, Uh, talked about having the baby a little bit, just uh, just a regular conversation between two buddies, just chilling, just wanted to see what it felt like to actually record with some, like, cool ass mic arms and fucking having like headphones on and shit so we talked about whatever so it is what it is this is just another episode i know it's been a really long time since i've put anything out so thank you guys for hanging in there i know it was tough without me but you can get back into this hopefully this means i'll be putting them out on a more consistent basis i have my little feelers out there have some messages going back and forth with some people some potential guests Hopefully we can get that arranged and worked out and get them over here or I can go meet them. Because all this shit she got me is pretty much portable. Um, We can just bring all the equipment and set it up. As long as they got a table, we can clip these mic arms too. It could be like a legit fucking podcast wherever the fuck we are. It's pretty fucking awesome. I'm super excited to utilize some of this new shit. And now that I have three mics, we can get two guests on at once. But... Yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's been a long time, but I'm back, baby. I'm back, motherfuckers. All right, well, let's get into this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and like on iTunes and SoundCloud. And follow me on Instagram, at Voices from the Planet. And find me on Facebook. Just search Esteban El Feo. That stands for Stephen the Ugly. Okay, so yeah, hope you guys enjoy it. I'll check you guys out on the next one. Love you guys. Peace. What is like aloha something for nighttime? Aloha moi moi, something like that. You can't, you gotta go home, but you can't stay here. What do they say? I don't know. I don't care. I don't, you. You, you, you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. No, but we want them to stay here. We want them to listen to this oh. episode.
that we're recording right now, live. Live and new, direct. With the new, new. We got with the new, new. <laughs> with the good, good. The ghetto fabulous. Mic arms, new mics. What else? Yep. Headphone setup. Headphone setup. Uh, selfie. One, two, three. Yeah. Voices from the planet meets the midnight yeti. Versus. Versus the midnight yeti. Yeah. Voices from the planet yeti. Of Cthulhu. <laughs> Tell that to Ganji Club. I just wanted to say that on my... Tell that to what? Ganji Club. You know Ganji the, new, Club? the new Star Wars? Well, not Rogue One, but... The uh, Force Awakens, uh-huh. when uh, their uh, Han Solo is getting his ship boarded by the um, those gangster guys, and he's like, "Kanji Club wants his money. I never made a deal with Kanji Club. Tell that the Kanji Club." <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that part. Dude, I'm just going to use that for every situation and people are talking shit are or whatever. Ganja Club? Kanja Club. What language is that? Chuchuki or something. Oh. Nah, I just made that up. I don't know what language. It's Kanja Club Nish. Kanja Club what? Nish. Did you watch the new Star Wars? Rogue One? Yeah. Is that is that the one you're talking about? No, Force Awakens right, is right. the one I'm talking about. Okay, I did see that one, but I don't, I don't... I did I did watch Rogue One. Did we talk about that? I'm not sure. Hmm. Do you want to talk about it? Because I don't know anything about it. All I know is that that one Asian <clears throat> guy is in it, and he's blind or something. It's like a blind Jedi or some shit. Well, he's actually not a Jedi. No, oh, he's just a blind badass. He's a... He's... A blind guy. Is he a Jedi? I forget if he's a Jedi. I don't think he's a Jedi. But anyway, they, um, the Rogue One story is kind of a, a piece together um, for what happens right before episode four. So which is, is a new hope. Is Darth Vader in it? In Rogue One? Yes. Yes. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. So, The Force Awakens is where in the chronological order of the trilogies or whatever? So, the original movies, when they were shot, were episode four, five, and six. Right. Then, in the 2000s, they made episode one, two, and three. Right. So... The Force Awakens, which came out, I don't know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, it's after episode six. Okay, okay. So it's... um, So that's why Han Solo and shit is so old. Yes. And then this one is like a prequel to number four. Episode four, yes. So isn't Kylo Ren in this new Rogue One? Kylo Ren... No. Didn't somebody have that lightsaber with the fucking... Hilts, you know, oh, like the guards, like um, Kylo Ren's saber in this new one. In Rogue One? Yeah. No, not that in I this, remember. 
What is the new one that's coming out? Unless I'm getting that confused with Rogue One. There's a newer one coming out the that's going to be Jedi. in December. The Last Jedi. And that's, okay, that's the one maybe I'm thinking. Yeah. That Kylo Ren is in. <clears throat> yeah. So he, well, he should be in it because he was still alive at the ending of The Force Awakens. Why didn't they just kill him? Mm. He got away. I don't know. I don't think he... Uh, I don't know. I kind of... I, I didn't like... I I like Force Awakens. I mean, I like anything Star Wars just because I'm a Star Wars fan. But I think Rogue One had... It was, it was a filler movie. It felt like a filler to me. Um, I could have done without even having that information. <laughs> um, and then Force Awakens... Um, I really liked it. Uh, uh, the cinematics of it was awesome. The way they shot it, they st- stayed pretty true to the original uh, Star Wars style of shooting the movie. But I didn't like that Ray, which was the main character. Um, I liked that she was a female. Um, I think having a female Jedi was cool. But I don't like the fact that she was able to acquire such high-level Jedi um, powers without being trained. Um, She wasn't taught anything. And then Kylo Ren, who was supposedly trained by um, Luke Skywalker before he turned bad, um, she could battle him up and up. (laughs) So different things that I noticed I just didn't like. And and, and in one scene, I think... um, uh, one of the stormtroopers had this crazy gun contraption that kind of turned into this almost like a like a baton, like a long baton. Um, was fighting. Um, I forget what his name. The main character, the black dude. Shit, what was his name? Anywho, he's fighting him, and the black dude had a. Uh, he had a lightsaber. Right, right, right. But when he was he was fighting with the guy, the lightsaber wouldn't cut this weapon in half. When there's older, uh, like I think in episode one, uh, the Jedi stuck the saber through like a, one of those giant, super thick metal doors oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. blew a hole in it. So, and I'm brain farting on who that main character that was. is. Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Are you talking about from the new one? Yeah, the Force the Awakens. Black guy? He doesn't have a name. They just give Stormtroopers numbers. Yeah, so his name was something, and then he said, I don't like that. I'm going to call you Finn. This. Finn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The guy who stole that other guy's jacket, yeah. the asshole. Even he's like, why does everybody want to go back Jakku? <laughs> <laughs> everybody want to go back to Jakku. <laughs> That was so. funny because they were, he was just like a normal stormtrooper. Kind of makes you wonder like what other people are underneath all those little the stormtrooper costumes. Like, Yeah, and that's the other thing too. It's just like he saw his friend die and all of a sudden he gets like this conscience. Yeah. And the answer is, why are you trying to help me? Because it's the right thing to do. What? I don't know. They could have came up with a better reason for him. Maybe they'll get more into the backstory of his motives in the new one. 
I hope they do. They got a better coming up. Good. But you know what the reality of it is? It's uh, people are gonna watch it anyway. Yeah. It's um, they're fun movies. Oh, I love them. Yeah. If I ever became a mazillionaire, I think I would probably have to build like a giant room of Star Wars stuff. Yeah, like wouldn't it be cool to have a room or a section of your house that was built like the Millennium Falcon? So when you walk in, it feels like you're inside. Yeah. Yeah. Or any of those sets, like a bat cave. or. Then if your wife was like, get out of your Millennium Falcon room and go do the dishes. And you could be like, tell that the kanji club. <laughs> See, you could use it for so many things. Are you into all like the superhero comic movies, Marvel? and? You know, a lot of guys who... Um, I talked to about Star Wars. They talked to me about that, but nah. I mean, I used to. I used to collect. I used to collect comics and stuff when I was younger, and I would read them and try to redraw them and trace mm-hmm. them and things like that. But um, it's kind of hard to follow too, because then they have like the Hulk, and then they have the Incredible Hulk, and it's not the same Hulk. Yeah, with different sizes. Yeah. You know. So, I don't know. You gotta. It's, there was no real good Hulk movie, but they have this new one coming out. It's actually a Thor movie, Ragnarok. Mm. So it's like a Thor storyline, but the Hulk's in it a lot. So there's this whole like storyline of the Hulk where he goes to this planet and becomes like a gladiator. Okay. And in this Thor Ragnarok movie that's coming out, they're gonna have Thor go to that planet where Hulk is and fight him. But you gotta see the previews. It's pretty funny. Actually, it's yeah. That's too long to play on here. You can watch it on your own free time, but it looks pretty good. So you don't watch all like the Marvel, Captain America, Civil War. Mm, I do like watching Iron Man, right? Only because I like Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the I like how he plays. Uh, what's his name? Tony Stark. Tony Stark's. I like how he... Just Stark, not plural. There's just one of him. Tony Stark. <laughs> I like how he plays Tony Stark, and it's... Uh, like, he's a, like, he's cynical, but yeah. yet he's... Uh, he still is a superhero, so it's kind of... A, he contradicts himself. Mm-hmm. But I like how he... Uh, it's, it's almost like Robert Downey Jr. is just playing Robert Downey Jr., who's being... Who's Iron Man? Iron Man, like Robert Downey Jr. really As is Iron, Iron Man, Man in yeah. real life. Yeah, yeah. but I, well, I feel like he's like a reluctant <clears throat> hero. Like he doesn't want to have to be Iron Man anymore. That's why he's constantly trying to figure out like planetary defense stuff. Because that's the whole like premise of that Age of Ultron movie. Mm. He's trying to create like a planetary defense, artificial intelligence. After what happened in like the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. where the aliens came and stuff and that artificial intelligence like goes rogue and becomes like the villain of the movie mm. but it still has the whatever like stuff he built into the artificial intelligence mm-hmm. so it thinks like oh well the biggest threat to the earth is actually man so I need to go and like extinct humans so now they gotta fight this robot because it's trying to kill everybody right because it thinks that humans are the worst thing for the earth <laughs> which is true yeah it's a good point. Yeah. And then the Civil War one that just came out 
where it's like the Avengers versus the Avengers. That one is because the like govern the world governments want to put like limitations on the Avengers and like Captain America them don't want it, but Iron Man like sees the the benefit of having I hear like, water. Huh? Oh, oh yeah, it's our, our the kind. Can you Sorry. hear it in here? No, I hear it on the outside of the mic. No, I can. I think I can hear it in my headphones. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I really enjoy all those fucking Marvel I li- stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I'll watch them if they're on. It's just it's so hard to keep up with all of it. Yeah, but it's just like the Star Wars. <laughs> mm, yeah, try not to compare those guys to Star Wars. No, I mean not it, like. It's for quality or so whatever. <laughs> I just mean like... How dare you? Oh, shit. I'm going to get a lot of hate mail on this. So that the Ganji Club. But I just mean that like they follow a certain order. Sometimes they throw... Yeah, but then, there. okay. It's, so in all fairness, and it would it be like as though there's two separate Star Wars stories? What do you mean? Because there's like the Hulk. There's the Incredible Hulk. There's... They have different... Yeah, they're but, not the same lineage of the movie. Right? Well, no, but I guess you could say like if there was like an Obi Wan Kenobi solo movie, mm, like which I would what, like. To see. That's what like the Hulk movies are and shit. Mm, I get it now. Thank it's you like for clarifying. the Wu Tang Clan. They all yeah, but this is Ray Kwan's movie. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I see. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And then they got like the new Spider Man coming out. Mm. I was never well. I used to get Spider-Man comics because I thought when I was a kid that I was gonna sell them and all this stuff. But uh, I don't know. I think I don't like Spider-Man too much. Spider-Man is the man. Do you still have all your comic books? I think no. Yeah. I think I don't. I don't know why I never really gravitated towards Spider-Man. Maybe it's because I think he was just throwing jizz. <laughs> So how old were you when you knew about jizz then? That when like, oh we were I was young when I knew about jizz. I was young. When you were young, did you think? For some reason, I have this memory of telling somebody like, "Oh yeah, I know what sperm is. They're like little pop pops." It's weird how you would remember that. Yeah, it's weird. I don't remember. I mean, I never took it it to a literal thing of knowing whatever. Like trying to contemplate what jizz was. It looks like Pop Pops. I think I saw, saw like, Look Who's Talking in that beginning scene where all the sperms are swimming towards the egg and they're, like, talking and, like, cheering each other on and shit. I see what you're saying. I was like, oh, look at those swimming Pop Pops, man. It's weird. Oh, yeah, the little firecracker. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What did you think I meant when I was talking about Pop Pops? I thought you said Pop Rocks. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, little purple jizz. (laughs) Little purple... Crystallized jizz, <laughs> like if you let it dry and then you put it in a scrape boiling water and then you added baking soda, baking soda, you could smoke jizz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. no, yeah. anyway, but yeah, all these new like comic book movies, it's like nostalgia because I used to collect comic books, so I still have a bunch of them. I took some to jellies to see like what they would be worth. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, oh, these aren't worth shit. Because they're from the 80s. I think I know why I don't like Spider-Man. Why? Because he's actually a nice guy. What do you mean? I think I like the superheroes that are actually not nice guys. Like Iron Man. Like Iron Man. But he is, but ultimately like they're Batman. all good guys. And what man? Batman. Oh. 
they're all they're all I like antisocial. Mm. You know, I like the Batman, but I don't think I ever really thought of him as like not a good guy. You know what I mean? But he's not because he really, um, he in a lot of the way they portray him, he, you know, he's he doesn't like he really uh, doesn't like the criminal element. You know, it's not even like he's just doing it to keep people safe or anything. Like, he really um, has negative feelings towards... Bad guys. Yeah. Because he's vengeful. Yeah. And and a lot of the other Supermans and Spider-Mans, they don't have, like, negative feelings. They don't portray negative feelings about the people that they're trying mm-hmm. to capture. They're just doing it for the good of mankind. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But I was too young to really have those kinds of deep thoughts. I just liked Batman. Plus, I like Batman because Gotham City was cool. I like gothic type stuff. Although, I don't think I would have a house that would be like a gothic looking house. But I liked gothic stuff. Like, the look of it is cool. Mm. Industrial. Do you have Netflix? I do. Do you need to watch the 1966 Batman movie? With um, Adam West. I used to watch that program. They used to have an actual TV show. Yeah. yeah. Is it the same guys? Yep. It's yeah, the same costumes, but it's That's when the... they would fight. It would be like, poof, pew, pow, zing, pow, zing, yeah. pow. <laughs> yeah, I used to watch all yeah, that. That's how the movie is. It's super corny, but it's like corny in the most awesome way. Yeah, it is. It's super good. Yeah. And but... like his... His bat suit was like gray with dark blue bibbities. Yeah, it was like a spandex thing over his head and the ears and just where his nose and his eyes were right. is like plastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with the drawn and on Robin the, is in the a chalk movie. eyebrows is yeah. like drawn with chalk. And Robin was in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, Robin. And his little green tights. Yeah. But it's just like the writing and like the lines and stuff in it is so cheesy but it's so funny. Mm. Like, there's this one part, spoiler alert, at the end, where he's trying to, like, he has a bomb, he's trying to, like, get rid of it, and everywhere he turns is, like, somebody, like, he runs down an alley, and there's a lady with a uh, baby carriage, it's like, oh, fuck, he runs the other way, and, like, nuns are coming out of a building, he's like, oh, shit, so he's like, for, like, five minutes, he's just running all over the place, and he finally <laughs> gets rid of it, and, at, or, like, he says something, like, to the camera, is like, God, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. It's like that kind of like super over the top, but I don't know. I was trying Cheesiness. to find out if they were like taking themselves serious when they were like writing it and coming up with it, or if they were like being intentionally like corny like that. I I think they were being intentionally yeah, corny. super funny because you would have to be to be to like make a scene where he turns to the camera, mm. right? Breaking the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall is that what it's called? Yeah. Do you know why it's called that? Nope. Because when you're filming, the camera, like say if the camera's facing us, it's one wall, <clears throat> two wall, three walls, and the fourth wall is the camera. So if you look through the camera, that's supposed to be a wall, right? So mm. you're looking through the wall towards the audience. But anytime you speak to the audience through the camera, it's called breaking the fourth wall. Really? Mm-hmm. Is there a fourth wall of the podcast? No. Nope. Or are we constantly breaking the fourth wall? Yeah, because we're talking directly to you guys listening is, right now. Or is now. the microphone considered the fifth wall? 
the f- oh the fifth wall Ooh, <laughs> all up in your grizzle think about that fuckers think about that jack so funny i feel bad saying that like <laughs> like how Joe Rogan starts his podcast. Yeah, what's up, motherfucker? Yeah, like Joey Diaz calling them cocksuckers and shit. I feel bad. I, you just called your my your listeners, listeners fuckers. fuckers. You're not fuckers. You guys are awesome. Except for you robots from Sweden. I know, man. I get those people <laughs> like me watching. You know, Danny likes your your SoundCloud video or whatever. I'm like. Pfft. I've been getting a lot of those bots, you know, requesting my Facebook. It's just irritating because you got to go in there and delete every one of them. I wish on SoundCloud it would tell you, like, how long people listen for. Because it just shows plays, but I don't know. What if they listened to it for one second and turned it off? That doesn't really count. I think maybe SoundCloud should make it where you can't like a video until you listen to at least half of it. Or at one of your episodes. Well, the ones that... But then you could fast forward through it. Yeah. But the ones you... The people... The fuck was that? It sounded weird coming through the headphones. What was that? My wa- dishwasher. Making funny noises. Maybe it's Ganja Club. The Ganja Club. Why did it's you like say a- that with like a like a horny... Like <laughs> the Ganja Club. <laughs> It sounded weird. We're going to have to listen to that back later on. I'm going to have to just delete this whole episode (laughs) because of that. The Ganja Club, buddy. (laughs) Oh, that was funny. That was funny. Man, there's so many good... I'm looking forward to all these fucking Marvel movies that are coming out. Yeah, it was funny. You were saying earlier that... um, You know, the... uh, he created uh, uh, of artificial intelligence and it mm. took over the world. And mm. The thing that popped into my mind was, have you ever watched, um, because you mentioned that uh, he saw humans as being the greatest threat to you, you know, the world. Mm. And it made me think of that uh, TV show, uh, if like, no people. You ever seen that one where they like on... Discovery Channel where they say like 10 days after people disappeared but it's literally humans have fucked the world up enough and set things in motion that even if we wanted to we couldn't completely guarantee that we're not gonna fuck shit up because like there's certain types of things that are refined or like nuclear power that you have to keep cooling. You cannot just decide, oh, you know, we're not going to use um, nuclear power anymore. So all those uranium rods, we can just dry them out. Yeah. Like it's going to have to get continually cooled or whatever. You know what I mean? And like they had another one where uh, it was like all of those like propane tanks and all of these things like eventually like if if you just stopped running the machines they would leak out and yeah. like poison the earth and it's just crazy that's the one where like the eiffel tower will collapse like 
400 years after the last person has lived on disappeared Earth. Yeah. yeah i wonder it wouldn't take long for like plants to get overgrown like that'll be like you know the earth taking back the concrete and shit you know what i mean yeah because what like in i am legend you saw that yes like how long after they all left new york was he still there because like whatever that Times square or wherever he was was all bushes and shit in the roads and stuff or had the lions and all that shit yeah but they didn't i don't really know how long after everybody they have, evacuated they have that i mean they've gone to places like chernobyl mm. and it is completely overgrown they have radioactive wolves in chernobyl they have radioactive everything, but do you know that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you know that they realize that they did studies on? Um, so what they do is, and this is how you know we some intelligent motherfuckers. Um, they actually studied insects in Chernobyl because genetics, because the lifespan of insects are so short, their genetics uh, replicate and. Um, their genetic coding and the effects of radiation um, happen quicker. Mm. Where humans, you say, say the average person has a kid at 25, whenever they're exposed, it would take that many years, minus 25, for them to see if their genetics were fucked up. Right. But insects, it happened so quickly. And the crazy thing, what they found were spiders in Chernobyl their webs are all fucking unaligned. Like, there's no symmetry to it. Mm-hmm. It's all out of whack. I wonder how many people have gone to Chernobyl and tried to get bit by a radioactive spider. Oh, to try to be like Spider-Man? Yeah. I don't know. That's what my son does. Like, he's... Oh. Is that okay? Yeah, you could have not told us so it doesn't like ruin our thing. <laughs> now I'm, that I'm aware of it. Yeah, now you know, but. <laughs> yeah, I ruined it. So. I was going to say, well, tell me what the Facebook is so I can tell people, but this is going to come out after. Oh. Nobody's listening to this live. Yeah, no one's listening to I got to confused. Yeah. I got confused. Well, let us know if anybody has questions or anything. We can answer that. Yeah. Are you Facebooking on your own, on your own Facebook? Oh, the Josie and Matt. Yeah. Oh, so all our friends will be on there then. Yeah, probably not right now. <laughs> but yeah, so. Chernobyl. Yeah. And now Fukushima. Oh, Fukushima's a whole other fucking set of ball sacks in your mother earth's mouth. Isn't it fucked up how, like, everybody just stopped talking about Fukushima? Like, it's just done. But it's not. Because it's still leaking. Yeah, I mean, I think it, they said it leaks like 100,000 gallons of radioactive water into the ocean every That's day. That's not bad. That's eh. not that much. I mean, how big is the ocean? Yeah. Just kidding. Besides the fucking, what do they call it? The floating island of plastic in the Pacific Ocean that's like the size of Rhode Island. The North Pacific Garbage Patch. Yeah. There's like a couple of those all over the world and like there's one in the Atlantic Ocean and all the... Indian Ocean. Yeah, there's like... Each ocean has its own. See, but the scary part is not the shit that's in the actual patch. 
It's the uh, microscopic plastic that you cannot see in the water because it breaks down to molecular levels. And what they say is that the fish eat it. So if you're eating fish, well, you don't eat fish. You're getting plastic. You're getting plastic. Did you watch that on Vice? Yeah, I did. The other weekend we watched. Wasn't that weird? That chick was like Asian and then you look at her and then she comes out with like a European voice. With her accent. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Isn't it cool how that guy's going to make that that thing to recycle the... Like the one where it's it like up. that huge like yeah. dragnet, that young kid. I know, but it's funny because they're like, um, he's created a new uh, a new technology, and then he puts his booms out the same way they do oil. I'm like, how the fuck is that new? Um, it's orange, that's why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all you got to do to get a new patent is change like one thing slightly. Yeah. But that's cool that he's doing that shit. But that's like me taking a chopstick and rolling toilet paper on the end and be like, hey, I invented a new way to clean your ears. Yeah. But it is. You could try if it, somebody already hasn't done it. Yeah, I guess But then so. if they use one ply, you got to use two ply, and then you can get a new patent. Yeah, then that would be enough to say it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you say, oh, we're only doing one end, not both ends, so it's different. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Just do one-ended Q-tips and give double the amount of normal Q-tips. Right? I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that Fukushima one is nuts. Do you remember that tsunami? Dude. Or that... the What? Yeah, that was some scary shit. Fucking... Nicole, she was... Actually, was that the one? I don't know, it was one of them, but since she's the manager at a hotel, whenever there's like a emergency like that, they have to go into like emergency preparedness mode so that all the general managers and all the managers have to go to the property and do like guest evacuation type shit. Right. So where they have to like not really evacuate, but move them up past like the fourth or fifth floor or whatever, just so they're mm-hmm. above like the high water. But there was one. I don't know if it was Fukushima or the one before that. What was the one before that? There was one that was after Fukushima. Okay, might have been Fukushima then. But they had like a manager's reception for work where they had like this party and I don't know if it was open bar or what, but <clears throat> there was a lot of drinking. <laughs> and she came home and she was super fucking drunk. Like the kind I had to carry her up the stairs to put her to bed. And then, like, an hour after she got home, like, her phone is blowing up, and we're getting all, like, the notices, like, all managers report for duty, da 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 and, like, I'm like, fuck, she's, like, way too drunk to be of anybody's, to be assistance to anybody, because, like, that might actually be more dangerous to have her be there drunk, mm-hmm. but then she's the only one that could go, right? So it's like, what the fuck? So I, like, had to wake her up and, like, give her coffee and sober her up, throw her in the shower, and then we drove them, but I went with her. So it's it's funny because uh, my wife was drunk during the Fuku- during, during the <laughs> she was drinking in Wahiwa with some of her friends that she was uh, uh, working with at the time, and I was like blowing up her phone and she wasn't answering. She finally answered. And I was like, "You need to come home right now." She's like, "Why?" And I was like, "Because Japan just got swallowed by a fucking tsunami." And I was like, you guys need to turn on the TV. Like, I literally, like, (laughs) drove over there, picked her up, filled up gas, grabbed all kinds of shit. And I was like, holy fuck. And I remember watching it. 
And it was like, and I mean, now you can Google it and YouTube it, and it's just like, oh yeah, that was the. Mm. But looking at it when it was actually live, and it was like, you know, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock over here at night, and you were seeing it live, like mm. that fucking black water is just swallowing up the land. I was like, holy shit, this is more nuts than like you can ever imagine. Yeah. And it's all flat too, so the thing was just rolling through like yeah. over those like farm or country, like whatever. And the cars were trying to turn around yeah. and the helicopter just watching them get swallowed. It's like man, that thing is twenty feet high of water. Wow, we're really fucking lucky, other than the Hilo tsunami, that we haven't got like fucked up from a major wave, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think we're just in a really good area. <laughs> we're just in the middle of nowhere. I don't know. It's like I anytime I mean, a ripple far from- enough from the faults that yeah. I think the energy dissipates. Have you ever seen, I don't know, it might have been Discovery Channel to the mega tsunami there that could happen if that like shelf that's being built up on Big Island, like where, um, what is it? Is it that's erupting? What's the name of it? I don't know. Huh? No, that's a new island, right? Yeah. No, not that one. Um, oh, kind of on the south south point, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut. where it's yeah. flowing into. Yeah. <clears throat> if that like, because it's building a shelf out over the, it's not like coming up like the volcano like this, right? It's like flowing and going out over. Whatever. If it slid into the ocean, yeah. If it was to break off. Yeah. There was like a thing on the Discovery they Channel. They said that the water it. would reach like Mililani. Yeah. They, you'd have to you you there'd be like you have to be in Wahiwa for it not to hit you or some shit. Right, right. And then even the rap would come up probably I don't know, yeah. Like But did you see that one then? Yeah. Did. Yeah. When they showed the pictures of Waikiki yeah. with the fucking waves being as tall as the hotels. Yeah. It's like if something like that happened, like fuck there's like what Nicole's hotel is only like thirteen floors, twelve floors, probably not thirteen. Oh, I think they would knock the buildings over. Yeah, it looked like it did it. Yeah, but that's a real fucking threat living here. But it, I don't. Yeah, just because it's never really happened a in our lifetime, it's not really like something I think about too much until right now while we're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. My dad used to tell me that like if if crazy 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 natural disasters ever happened like or like um if the war ever popped off or anything he's like yeah if they ever dropped a nuclear bomb or the whatever happened he'd be like just put me where the bombs are gonna hit and i'd be like why dad he's like because i don't want to be around to have to pick up all the dead bodies (laughs) (laughs) like dad it's so morbid (laughs) but that's true though because it's gonna be worse after trying to like rebuild and survive you'd rather just have it drop on your head and die than have to die a slow death from like radiation, radiation. poisoning and shit yeah hmm. that's funny that's kind of like what joe rogan says he'd rather the meteor land on him than yeah have to try and rebuild just be a part of a rebuilding society yeah and that's why they start that's why everybody's freaking out about north korea boom perfect that was a good segue 
I was trying to figure out a way how to do it. And I was thinking, okay, we're talking about nuclear attacks. Like, this is a good way to do it. Yeah, but you didn't have to tell everybody that we were. No, like, I want to. That was <laughs> a compliment, just, dude. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just give kidding. me your props, dude. You're getting really good at this shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. But yeah, no, it's. Uh, but, you know, I, North Korea has been that type of a threat for all that all these years. China, Russia. But are they. I understand that they're a threat to. What global democracy because they're a dictatorship, a communist dictatorship. But really, what threat do they pose to us if they're just like containing themselves in there? Because they're not actively trying to go out and like expand North Korea. I mean, yeah, they hate everybody and they have this huge war machine there, but they're not like going out and trying to fuck with anybody. Yeah, that's true. I mean, um, I think people are more afraid of them um, in the sense of being kind of like that thing. They call them the lone wolf shooters. Mm. And, you know, that's uh, some people just want to watch the world burn. They have no reason for why they're like that. Yeah. So but um, I don't personally think the United States is going to get into war with North Korea. Primarily because there's no money to be made in going then, into war with them. There's nothing for us to acquire. Right. So. And what I was thinking was, but it just can be another like perpetual money generator for the military industrial complex because now like they'll have to manufacture more bombs and stuff like this to go to war with Korea. So yeah. Yeah. There's money to be made in the private sector of like warfare, like, you know, the manufacturing side, but cause we don't have a trade agreement with North Korea. So it's not like we're like f- burning a bridge of friendship with some, with a country that we have like treaties and stuff with. So it's kind of like right. we wouldn't lose, but I don't, I mean, I agree with you. I don't think we would go to war with them either. But what I was thinking about more is all this talk about like this fear that people are like this fear mongering on the news and stuff about well, like they're doing missile tests and all this shit. No, and that's and that's exactly it is. Um, I look at it like this. If. OK, so <clears throat> let's say. uh Let's say it's 2017, right? So it's the middle of 2017, and we're afraid we're going to go to war with North Korea. So six months goes by. People are spending money on building up the military or Mm -hmm. private sector, making money off of it. 18 months later, two years later, we go to war. There is a cost to war. So although... We made money. We will lose money. So I think they have perfected the art of um, fear where they've realized it that if we can scare you enough, Mm. we can make the money but not have to put it into action. You know what I mean? Yeah, I heard um, somebody on, I forget what I was listening to, saying that about that bomb we dropped in Afghanistan. Oh, the Moab, mother yeah, of all bombs. mother of all bombs. It's just a scare tactic yeah. to scare those guys. Yeah. And you know what I think, too? And uh, this is just my opinion. I think um, 
because I'm a, I wouldn't say I'm a conspiracy person, but I just think that there's more regular level bullshit and shenanigans that go on between countries. And I mean, sometimes I feel like, you know, the North Korean guy, Kim Jong-un, like he's chauvinistic. So he needs to puff his feathers out to make himself to his country and the people that fear him and follow him to make him look like oh yeah you see he's he's uh he, he's not scared of the u.s mm. he doesn't care and you know on some back-end phone call he already knows that we're not going to do anything and vice versa where our president you know because he's um a lot of the things that he said he was going to do like build a wall put hillary clinton in jail cut Obamacare like a lot of things he's hasn't um, uh, performed or um, you know lived up to what he said he was gonna do except for the uh, number of tweets in the last (laughs) four months I think he's exceeded what he um, even expected himself to do but he he needs to puff his feathers out too and to the people who he's disappointing in um not living up to some of the things he said he was going to do, he has to have them be like, yeah, 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 you see. Because yeah. uh, Obama wasn't going to do nothing to North Korea, so he going to do it, and, 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 and he going to drop the Moab because he don't scare. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's just politics. But, you know, I think they have this thing called, what is it called? Like a, um, mutual destruction. Like countries understand oh, that. yeah. I mean, once you once you once you fire a nuclear weapon, you you might as well just fucking shoot yourself in the head because right, everything's right. gonna go to shit. Yeah, and those things are all automated. You know what I mean? It's not like somebody's. There's some guy in a bunker right now, two miles below the earth, and all his job is to stay awake from when he gets the codes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. The two so, key thing. The two key thing. Do you think that? Like, how do you feel about this talk about like? Hawaii being in danger of North Korea because I've heard that on a couple. Even our local news was talking about that, and I was just thinking, like, don't isn't that what barking sands on Kauai is for? Isn't that a missile defense, like, I don't know, area? And I was thinking, like, if we have that, but it's not good enough to stop a rocket, mm. then like, what's it for? So I I was just curious about that. I guess thinking like. So we have it, but they're worried still. Like, so why don't they upgrade that Barking Sands facility? Well, I think um, I think that to assume that Korea thinks that America's threat comes from Hawaii, um, geographically, to fire a missile over the North Pole to get to anywhere like North Korea or Russia is actually closer than going longitudinal across the United States. I mean, uh, across the, the Pacific. Pacific Ocean. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Let me see this. Because it's not even around the whole, it's just like a quarter of the globe. Right, but, but how close is... all the way up and then down. But how close is Alaska to fucking North Korea? Oh, that's true. So maybe they'll go for Alaska then. No, I'm just saying that. I don't... I mean... <laughs> And to me, it's a. I don't think you know surface-to-air missiles are the only threat. No, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, so all these 
so we're not really in that much danger. I mean, there probably is some level of danger, but I feel like the media and stuff is really pumping like the fear angle. I don't think we're in any more danger than anywhere else. Hmm. But I think if uh, if I was Kim Jong Un and I know that I had the second infantry division on the forty eighth parallel in North Korea and South Korea, I'm not gonna shoot a missile to Hawaii and then leave everybody who's in my backyard to come and fuck me up. Yeah. Well, I think I would bomb my motherfucking neighbors. Right. That's what, yeah, that's a good point. Like, why wouldn't he just bomb China or Japan or just to fuck shit up? You know what I mean? Maybe he doesn't even have beef with them, but just to like, and most of them think that they're, they, they scare us to think that their missiles can reach us. Right. And then they try to fucking test fire one. And it's, (laughs) Like up. an eighty-year-old man's fucking ejaculation, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like yeah. I think they just do that again to make fear, yeah. And so that way, you know, later on they can test something to be able to practice martial law. Mm-hmm. And then you got to wonder: is this all just retaliation for the <laughs> the boy, like the boycott Hawaii thing? It's in line with that. Like, let's talk about Hawaii being in danger. Just to scare the people of Hawaii because their fucking one judge blocked the Trump travel ban. Yeah, that could very well be a good a, a good point. I haven't heard much about that after you talked about that on your question cast. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking I think hilarious. That's just, yeah, I mean, I think it's just bullshit. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Boycott Hawaii, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think. I think it's uh. I think the existence of uh, the world now is just uh, fear. Fear makes money. Mm-hmm. Fear makes profit. Everything most people do. I mean, even me. I eat healthy. Why? Because I'm afraid to get diabetes. I don't eat healthy because it's just the right thing to do. I eat it because I don't want to have cancer. You know. But if I could eat hamburgers and not get cancer and get diabetes, I'd eat hamburgers. Even if it probably make me fat. Ew. Vegan burger. Boca burgers. You know, one of my um, my coworker he uh, he had his friend tell him tell him, hey, you know, if you um, if you stop eating meat, you can add five to ten years to your life. And mm-hmm. he tells him, yeah, but then that would just mean five to ten more years that I can't eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do it, get those. Five to ten years at the end, and then when you hit that point, then you just start eating meat again. But then what if your body just so not used to not eating meat that it just goes into shock and dies? (laughs) Yeah, probably. You probably would. I I wonder if you don't eat meat for like 50 years, and then you eat meat, your fucking bowels would just plug up so much. It just, you'd fucking vomit everything you eat. I don't even think you would be able to swallow it. Your body would be like, what is this shit? Yeah, guarantee. I don't know what this is. Any other news, current event news stories you want to talk about? Our president just made his like 100 days, first 100 days in the White House. You know, it's funny. I heard a quote. So usually on the way home, if I'm not listening to a podcast or something, I usually listen to the AM station 830 mm-hmm. here, which is Fox News. So it has like Rush Limbaugh and all like the Republican fucking. Didn't he just get fired? No, not Rush Limbaugh. It's Bill O'Reilly. Mm, that's right. But... So it's all like the the Wrong right wing guy. fucking guys who are out there. But I, I enjoy listening to it just because 
I don't know. Anyway, but there was a they do all these like little sound bites in between between like the shows and the commercials, mm-hmm. and they always have like President Trump stuff on there. And there was a quote on there. I don't know if it was a real one. It could be like an impersonator, and it was like kind of like a joke one. I couldn't tell. But he was saying like, yeah, I, I guess I just didn't realize how much work the office of president was going to be. He's like, I was a busy guy before I became president, but geez, I'm doing so much work now. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? Why, even if you thought that, why would you say why that would you out put loud? That out there? Yeah. But I was like, what the hell? I don't know, man. So there's this big, there was that big special interview on Fox News or whatever. If you get a chance, you got to go YouTube. Um, I saw on Facebook the other day, um, Donald Trump imaginary accordion. When he talks, oh. he keeps making his hands go side to side. So he's making these speeches like, <laughs> it's pretty freaking hilarious. I think, I mean, I saw the thumbnail for it, but yeah, I you gotta watch it, man. It's freaking hilarious. It. It's super hilarious. But yeah. So, well, this is the first. Also, you know, let's this, this switch up speeds, man. How's the new baby? Oh, it's fine, actually. I'm, I don't know. I don't really have any strong feelings. It just feels <laughs> like we're just raising another one. I mean, not that I don't have strong feelings for my kid. That's not I what know, I mean. It's like, <laughs> it's like eh, kind of impartial to that guy. Yeah. But eh, he's all right. I mean,. I feel like because it's not different from with Erickson. Like, it's an, we have another boy. I know how to do things for boys. Like, if we had a girl, once we he was born and I, I realized we have another son, and then I kind of was like, okay, so I, okay, I don't have to do this stuff for girl. You know what I mean? Like, all these, like, things I had to think about, like, you know, it's different when you change a girl's diaper, the way you wipe them and all that shit. So it's right. like, okay, I, didn't, I don't have to learn all that stuff. Then I started thinking, like, okay, I don't have to worry about, like, boyfriends in the future or, like, period stuff or just talking <laughs> to them about... I mean, not that I can't... I mean, I know enough from Nicole and stuff to talk to a girl about it, but just the fact that I don't have to deal with that. Right. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. I know what to do with a boy. I know they like to play. I know they like to, like, wrestle and play fight and, like, superhero shit. So I don't have to, like, learn any girl stuff. But... Yeah, I've just been enjoying it. I had two weeks off after he was born, which was nice. But they're at this point they don't do anything, so it's not it's not fun yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean that might not be a very popular I don't know if I'll get shit for yeah. saying that, but there's just a baby. They just lay there. You can put them on your lap and kinda of bounce them and talk to them, but they don't really give you feedback. They don't laugh yet. They don't even he barely smiles. Yeah, right now if your if your son was on the podcast, he'd be like yeah, my dad, he's kind of fucking boring. He doesn't really do anything. I thought to myself, hey, when I be born, I hear this guy's voice out there, and it seems like he'd be fun. But, like, once I came out, he just, like, leaves me on his lap, bounces me around a little bit. He kind of really doesn't do anything. He just lies around. <laughs> it's always just looking at this thing. But, yeah, it's cool. It's fun. It's it's more work with Erickson now than anything. Yeah. Trying to keep him fucking busy. So Nicole can take care of Hito. I like it. We can sing all the songs like, like what's the fucking Enrique Iglesias? I can be your hero, baby. We got to say hero, baby. Oh, you can sing it, bro. 
That actually sounded pretty good. It did sound pretty good. Fuck, maybe I should try. Now that I have all this equipment, I can... American Idol status. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Erickson is actually doing really good. He gets a little jealous, but... He's learning how to listen and yeah. be patient. Yeah. You it's think so he fun. might regress a little bit? Because... Not really, because Nicole was still breastfeeding him now. So the only time he really shows like that when he acts like more like a baby is when Hiro's being best breastfed and Erickson's like, I want Nene, I want Is that his first name, Hiro? Hiro, yeah. Hiro Piikea. And Piikea means to be the light. What does Hiro mean? I don't know. It really depends on how you write the kanji, kanji. in Japanese, but the meaning we're going for is like, what's the word? Like... Fuck, no, I can't think of it. Starts with a P. Starts with a P. It's a good thing. Prosperous. Oh. Prosperous. <laughs> I had a P that was a good thing, but I don't want to, I wasn't going to think that that was what it was about. So, yeah. So, but he's pretty good as far as like listening when it's like, dude, you can't be so rough around your brother or you can't be yelling right in his fucking Does Erickson ear. have a... Japanese name? No. Does he, he has, have a Hawaiian name? Yeah. Kuli'u. It means like deep or penetrating thought mm. or voice. But more, I think more like thought, I think is like. Mm. 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 But yeah, it's pretty cool. He was <laughs> before. Hito was born, Erickson was like looking depressed one day and he had this like sad look on his face. So I was asking him like, what's wrong? You you feeling sad? He's like, yeah. I was like, why are you sad? He's like, because I'm going to have to share my toys with the baby. (laughs) I was like, man, you didn't have to worry about that for a few years. He's not going to do shit when he comes out of there. So (laughs) these toys are all your toys. He'll get his own. I can assure you he's going to be pretty. uh... He's going to be boring. You're not going to be able to play with you. That's cool, man. Everything went good, though. That's the main thing. Yeah, it was rough there for a minute. It's kind of yeah. scary. Yeah. But it that's a good thing about the staff, I guess, at Castle is that when the shit is going down. Why did you guys go all the way to Castle? Because we like their style, just the mm. way they do things. Because they're less invasive. They don't try to pressure you to go... In either direction. Because they're like, Seventh-day Adventist church, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not religious at all, though. But we just heard um, good <laughs> things from some of our friends who had given birth there. Right. So we checked it out and we liked it. And they have vegetarian cafeteria. Did you know that? No. Most Seventh-day Adventists are vegetarian. So the cafeteria food is all vegetarian, which is nice. Mm. Um. But yeah, they're very like kind of let you do what you want. Whatever you say you want to do is fine. They're not going to try to pressure you unless there's like a medical emergency where they need to like step in and intervene. They're really like non-invasive. So like I was saying, they don't really come and check on you that much while we're while you're like in passive labor, I guess, when you're not pushing Mm. like a couple every couple hours, they might just come pop in and be like, is everything okay?" So they didn't really bother us too much. And how was when, the how was the bed that they gave you? Me, my yeah. bed or her bed? Your bed. It's just a couch. 
It was like a couch like this, and then to lay on it, the backrest part just folds flat. So it's just like a flat mattress. Mm. It's all right. Did I you mean, fit on it? Yeah. Mm. It's probably like as long from like here to where it, oh shit, where it turns. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So there's only a couple nights. Yeah. And then, so that's like their birthing center, but the last night we were there, they moved her up to like a regular hospital room. Mm-hmm. So I had my own hospital bed and she had her own hospital bed. That was yeah. kind of weird. But it was just like a normal room in the hospital. Yeah. But, what the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah, about like when it was getting bad there and they had to like do all this shit, the staff is like really calm about it. So like mm-hmm. we didn't, well, I wasn't like, aware like that it was as bad as it really was as mm-hmm. it was happening right. it was more like after when it was being explained to me i was like holy shit she lost that much blood so like they have those like puppy pads that mm-hmm. they have you lay on and shit and they were like the blood way the puppy pad after yeah and it was like the first one was like 400 something whatever units of measurements cc's cc's oh yeah maybe and then the second one was or the th- that was the second one. The third one was like 300 something. Mm-hmm. And they did a, the first one, but I didn't hear them when they said what the weight was. But that's like 700 something plus cc's. Isn't that a lot? Yes, yeah. That's a good amount. Of we were blood. trying to figure out like what the conversions were to like pints to cc's to like, because they kept saying like units of blood. You lost X units of blood. Mm-hmm. So we were like, what the fuck does that mean? And so we were trying to figure it out. But. So apparently you have like 8 to 12 pints of blood in your body. It's depending on your size. Yeah. But she lost like 7. Pints? Like that. Something like that. 7 units? I don't know. See, that's why I don't know. Because if you think if, if I say it's 7 pints, that's a, that's a lot. Yeah. But it wasn't a lot where she needed to get a blood transfusion. transfusion. Maybe it wasn't 7. Maybe it wasn't. Because my dad lost 5 when he had his cancer... So that's surgery. like half, yeah. And he had to get blood transfusion. Yeah, probably not. But even, put it this way, one bag of IV is a 1,000 cc's. So if she lost just from the first and the third pad 700, she lost close to like a whole bag. But it looked like fucking way more than that. Well, because it gets clumped down altogether. Uh. But if you strain it out, maybe it's... Yeah, it was a lot, bro. I was like, holy fuck. Maybe, I don't know. It's coming out of her vagina. It's like... <sighs> yeah. Like, it was like hours, because our first, with Erickson, she had a lot of hemorrhaging and shit too, right? Yeah. So we kind of knew that this could be an issue, and we thought maybe it was like a blood issue, like clotting and stuff like that, but... She went to doctors and got tests and stuff, and everything came back, like, fine. So it was like, what the fuck is it? But it's like her uterus doesn't contract and shit. But so the second one with Hito, after she gave birth, and they were all like, you know, everything's fine. She's asking, like, oh, did I rip down there? And they're like, no, it looks fine. And, like, so everything was kind of okay. We were like, oh, shit. So it's kind of like, oh, cool. That one actually, well barring the pain and all that shit wasn't that bad as far as like the bleeding but then like a couple hours later she was like oh fuck I just I felt like a gush Oh. and then when they came and checked it was just like everywhere yeah it's fucking dang nuts. man it's crazy to see someone you love like screaming in that much pain and you can't fucking do anything 
Mm. Just be like, oh, it's okay. You're doing great. You're doing great, honey. Just, you just breathe. Just breathe. Yeah, and you're trying not to fucking get all woozy yeah. either, I bet. Yeah, yeah everything. I, like, I'm holding my breath, like, too, like, when she's pushing. But it's not so... 22 hours of labor, 30 minutes of pushing, but, like, her... I don't know. It was like in the like four in the morning, and they were saying like, "Well, you're because her water hadn't broke yet." So they're saying, "Well, we can either like break your water, or we can give you this pitocin to like help increase your contractions, which can help help her dilate quicker or whatever." And it could also lead to the water bag breaking. So she was like, "I don't really want anything, so just break the water." So they came in and broke her water sack. And then, like, instantly her fucking contractions went from, like, a 2 to, like, an 11. Like, on, like in, like, a minute. And she's like, oh, fuck. Because, like, up until that point, she was doing really good. She was trying to stay positive and all this shit. So it was, it was, we were actually having kind of fun, like, joking about it, like, when she was having contractions. But when the real one came at the end, she was like, holy fuck. She's like, I cannot not push, so you need to get the doctors in here right now. Like, oh, and then man. push them maybe like three, four times. And that was it? That was it. But the last one was the hard one because he was stuck, yeah. She wasn't having another contraction. That was kind of nuts. I thought they were going to get like the fucking this forceps. forceps and yank. Because that's how she, she was a forceps baby. Really? Mm-hmm. I was C section. Were you natural birth? Yeah. Mm. There's probably a lot of drugs in my mom's system, though. That's why I'm the way I am. <laughs> <laughs> that does explain a lot. I was a C-section, I think. Um, I don't know why we did C-section. My mom said, well, my mom's not that big. She's only like five feet. And then I think I was like nine pounds. So. Yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah. He was eight pounds, five ounces. Mm, and the crazy that's a thing big about baby. This, yeah. He was bigger than Erickson. And she's always talking about now to everybody, like, all these women say the second one is easier, it's faster, and, you know, all this shit. But Eric, or Hito was longer and, like... I think a lot of was, women, maybe they take medicine. Mm, maybe. Maybe the first one they went natural and the second, like, give me the drugs. Yeah, Maybe. That's a good. That's a probably a way that they did it. But his his head was an inch bigger around. He was like four ounces bigger than Erickson. Dang. And you know how usually most babies, when they're in the hospital, they for those first couple of days they lose, lose weight? weight. He only lost one percent of his body weight, which is like nothing. Yeah. And then fucking, they kind of lose weight after that. And we had our first doctor's appointment the next week. And he had gained, like, what was he? He was fucking, like, nine pounds, three wow. ounces? Like, almost a whole pound. Yeah. So wow. he's probably, like, over ten pounds now. Jeez. And he's, like, three weeks old. <laughs> Jeez. Is that natural breast milk? Josie's sister gave birth. Their kids were... Well, how big were they? Almost t- ten t- over ten pounds. <sighs> Jesus. Natural, yeah? No, she didn't have any C-section. Oh. She's too big. She's like my size. Yeah, she's yeah. shorter than you. Yeah, she's shorter than you, but kind of like C-section. Yeah, petite. 
It's, that's just crazy that the, it stretches that much when they do come out. Fuck. It's so weird because this is graphic, but when you see it opening and you just see the top of their head because there's hair on it, so it looks weird. I'm trying to figure out, like, what the fuck is that? It looks like a weird animal coming out because it's just, like, slimy and hairy and there's blood and shit. It just looks weird. And then when their heads are out, like, they usually tell you, well, with Erickson, his head came out and they told her to stop for a second, like, don't push. So his head was just sticking out. And it's like, I don't know, it's just really weird. But it's fucking. Yeah. Weird. I had to see that shit twice looking down there like oh fuck I shouldn't have looked it's pretty gross <laughs> it's pretty fucking gross yeah we did c-section so all of our births I just was next to my wife's head talking to her while they were tugging they have it her co- body covered from like mm-hmm. the waist down yeah yeah I wouldn't I think that would be more traumatic to see it's kind of trippy because I feel her like like they're kind of you can feel their body going like this and so you know they're like pushing and pulling and it's oh man and i heard you gotta like actually take their guts out yeah i don't think i could fucking that's i probably would throw up yeah i think i would too so you didn't you didn't look over the curtain oh fuck that yeah i wasn't trying to fucking see any of that bullshit Yeah, so, yeah, I want to do a podcast with her too about it to get yeah. her perspective since she's not down here now. Because that's a, I'm sure my memory of how the events went is way different from her memory of it. Hers is probably more accurate, but it would be kind of interesting to compare. One funny thing she said was when we were at home still, she was like, I was like, so like on a scale of one to ten, like what are your contractions like the pain scale? You know, what you, you know, what you should do. What? You should write, you should both come up with a certain list of questions regarding that time frame, but answer them prior to the podcast. So that way you'd have to reread back their true answer. So that way your answer won't skew hers and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the newlywed game kind yeah of thing. but yeah. in that way when you ask what was you know it could be something like you know what was what do you think was the most difficult part um, and you were gonna be like oh you know it was when the thing was coming like this and blah blah blah, blah. but hers might be a completely different thing yeah. yeah that's a good idea i like it i'll do that because <laughs> <laughs> i'm interested to hear that too yeah but yeah the pain thing that was fucking Cause this is kind of just goes to how we were trying to like keep it light and positive. She's like, I was like, so what? Where is it at? She's like, it's probably like a five right now, but where I know it could go, it's probably like a two. <laughs> and then oh, when after the fact, scale. I was like, I was like, so remember when I asked you that? She's like, yeah. It's like, so what was it really? She was like, yeah, like point five. <laughs> what? Like what she thought was a five was like nothing compared to when it actually happened. But they have that fucking pregnancy amnesia. You ever heard of that? No. Yeah. It's, it's like a thing where 
the pain is women so much. forget like how bad it maybe like really was in reality of giving birth and going being pregnant and all this stuff so that way they'll continue to procreate because if you had a realistic memory of how it was you probably would never have another kid or maybe maybe <laughs> it's like a part where like your body maybe you're there but your body can like erase it so that way mm. you know at that moment you're experiencing it but you're not gonna recollect it so it's as if it never happened yeah cause it's like seeing the whole labor process again especially the last like 30 minutes where there's like active pushing it's like why would you, anybody want to put themselves <clears throat> through this shit fuck it's- that's because women like you might love like I love my kids but I'll never love my kids as much as my wife loves our kids mm women i think women's uh the you know they they don't see it the same way cuz no matter what you may have viewed we may have seen our wives give birth and we held the children right after mm. but it's the culmination of the whole time growing that human in you yeah cuz they what is the whole thing women become mothers when they get pregnant and men become fathers when the, the wife gives birth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to equate it to anything, but it's just like anything that you you have a vested interest in and you put all this work into it, you know, no matter what anybody else can see, they're not going to be able to understand you having to do these things day in and day out. Mm. And for, for, women i think their um level of sacrifice when it comes to their children is immeasurable especially compared to like a man yeah. i don't know but in some ways i think you know it's it's a man's job to love his wife in some respects more than he loves his kids because ultimately his wife is the truest provider of, of life for, for his kids yeah without the wife you your line would if she didn't give want to get pregnant or want to have kids it's yeah. not like, yeah yeah oh, so who's more important men or women not <laughs> they each serve their purpose they're equals yeah that's the dual dualistic nature of human beings but i mean if you look at like uh you know, in, in nature, the male, his reproductive um, <clears throat> role is to procreate, not monogamously, but, you know, with as many um, females to, and generally, you know, they say it's the strongest males that procreate with the most so that way they can continue Spread that species. Genes. Yeah. But uh, women, you know, in uh, animal kingdoms and things like that, I think they're the ones, right, who solely take care of the uh, children. It's not the males. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So. And that's your seahorse. Really? Yeah, seahorse, the males get pregnant. It's weird. weird. (laughs) It's weird. You mean like they have a penis? Yeah, but they carry the babies. And would they give birth out of their penis? I don't know, maybe out of their butts. I don't know. 
<laughs> but they do. It's the only, well, I'm glad I'm not a fucking seahorse. It's the only animal that the male carries the babies and incubates. Not incubates, gestates the babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go look that up now. Yeah, look it up. It's true. Seahorses. Yep. All right. So the seahorses are kind of like Kate Jenner's in. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Does she have a vagina? He, she. I think you're supposed to call Caitlyn Jenner a she, even if like, they're talking about this on the Ro- Joe Rogan Experience. But it all depends on what that person wants to be called, right? Right, right. But if you're referring to the Olympic athlete Bruce Jenner during that time, like so, you say Bruce Jenner mm-hmm. won the gold medal for whatever he did. You could, I think you can get away with saying him and he and Bruce Jenner because that's what's written down in the history books. They're not going to go back and change it that Kate, Caitlyn Jenner won the men's freaking mm. 100-yard race, right? Right. So, so you can still do it that way. We were talking about this shit with Nicole's mom, too, about these gender pronouns and all these fucking... That's crazy. Yeah. It's too many combinations, but, I mean, to me, whatever somebody wants to be called... Yeah, but the it's when people get offended when you call you call me the one I don't want to be called, but you don't know me yet. Yeah. So, but that's the irritating thing is like, and it's not like I don't know. I've never experienced this in my life in my like interactions with people day to day where I refer to somebody as a him or a her, and I got like, no, 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 you fucking asshole! What are you, you fucking insensitive bastard? But from what but that's also like race too. You know, people can. Some people look at me and they go, oh, you must be Portuguese. I'm like, no, I'm not. Right, but you can't get offended by that. Yeah, why would you? Yeah. But if your friend that knows you long time keeps calling you Portuguese. (laughs) Yeah. But then I think think sometimes, you know, in a way, you know, some people who who exist or live in those um, communities, Mm -hmm. they've, you know... You know, although it may be egoic to have so much attachment to your physical identification, you know, we will never understand that because we were born how we perceive ourselves to be correct at that point. Right. Where some of them, you know, they had to live and exist in a life that they, um, in their eyes, you know, it was wrong for them. So for them to come out in that sense... Uh, it's a celebration for them, so um, maybe it's just harder for them to let go of that um, because it's um, they had to force themselves in some ways to um, disassociate their ego from it. That now it's it's more of a freedom for them. Yeah, but they shouldn't use that as a thing to attack people who maybe aren't as educated with this whole gender pronoun you know thing because there's like from what i understand it's not like i've met a person like this and had to deal with anybody but like these the term like like non-binary genders where it's like z i am like instead of h i am like you don't call them him or her it's like z it's like that's it or like these people who say they're like gender fluidity. So like one day I might identify with 
a girl, so you call me, you better call me her and she. But the next day I come in, I feel actually I'm identifying with a man today, so you better call me him or her. And if you get it fucking wrong, I'm going to get pissed off and call you like an insensitive person who doesn't respect my gender identification. But it's like you can't just flip flop. I mean, you can if you want to. There's nothing wrong with feeling like a man one day or feeling like a woman the next day. But you can't hold that against people when they can't keep up with what you're decided that day. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what it seems like from what other people are saying is that that's kind of like how it's being used against people like, you know, they're saying like this person's a bigot or whatever because today he didn't call he didn't realize that i was identifying with a man and he was referring to me as a she because the yesterday i was a she you know and like there's a college professor in um canada who's like fighting the battle on his college campus i think people are like attacking him because he just refuses to even fuck with like that whole Mm. gender pronoun shit like you are what you look like to me and that's what it is i'm not gonna fucking do anything about it no, that makes sense. So maybe, but I think that's probably the exception more than it is the rule. Mm. Those type of people, but I mean, they have to be. Um, they 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 themselves, I I would assume, have to be. Um, not so stringent on the expectations of everybody else. Right. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying too. Is that yeah. That they gotta be a little more open themselves, yeah. understand, and maybe educate people instead of fighting them about it. Or wear a fucking sign. Yeah. Remember Saturday Night Live, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody could tell if it was a guy or a girl, and they're all trying to figure it out. But or like that. Was. Or like that actor on Billions on HBO. Billions. Yeah. What? I don't know who that is. No, you don't have to look it up. No, I want to look it up. Yeah, there's this actor on uh, Billions, the TV show Billions. It's a chick, I think, but she's like bald and wears men's clothes. Hmm. Watch Billions. I've never even heard of this. So what is it about? Showtime. Go to cast. Yep, IMDB every day. The International Movie Database. Keep going. That one. (laughs) No. Kelly Alcoin? No. Again? Right there. That one. Asia? That's pro- cultural appropriation. No, I can't talk shit because we gave our son Hawaiian names and we're not Hawaiian. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah. Asia Kate Dillon is an actress. Yeah, but in the show, they make her look even more ambiguous. Yeah, and is that kind of what the character is like, and ambiguously? I don't know. I don't know why they make it man. like that, That's but it's interesting. interesting. Yeah. So, cool, dude. Anything else you want to talk about? We've been going for how long? Hour twenty. No man, it's a good number. My last couple podcasts, I try to keep it down under an hour. Fuck, it's been so long since I've done one. Yeah, me too. Once I get into this new house, though. It'll be it'll be all good. Yeah, it's hard when shit starts, like when life happens, you know. Yeah, but I guess that's a good motivation to keep it up because then you can keep all yeah. the fine listeners out there up to speed. Yeah, it's been over a month since I did my last one. Yeah, so much true. for one a week. 
<laughs> well, we'll have to just. Um, well, I'll be closer to you yeah. too, man, so we can hook up more. And I called Chris to tell him to come over, but he said he's working this weekend. Yeah, I think he's been super busy. Yeah. Shout out, Big Black. Yeah, so where can people find your podcast? All right, we got to get you set up on iTunes, dude. Yeah, I know, man. I got my music and my uh, my own music and my own uh, design now, so. Did I text you or email you the link? No, you just got to go on SoundCloud and link the shit. No, you got to go to, there's like a form you got to fill out for iTunes. Oh. Yeah, but I think I fucking emailed it to you or the fuck did I do? But I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Yeah. But it's pretty simple. Yeah. And then you just, from their SoundCloud page, there's that RSS feed. Yeah. Like a link. That's the one. Yeah, you just copy that and send that to them. Yeah. Cool. Yep. All right, so SoundCloud, Instagram, FB, the Midnight Yeti, the Midnight Yeti, the Midnight Yeti. You like that, yeah? You know I mean, the Midnight Yeti, the Midnight Yeti. You got to do them only three times, though. Really? The is rule that of three, because five is sometimes they're too long. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. One more time. Okay, okay, okay. Go. Okay, three is the limit. <laughs> three times. Okay. Cool. All right, man. Well, thank you. No, for helping thank me you for test having out. me, homie. Yeah, test out this new equipment. Yeah, buddy. The Midnight Yeti, Voices from the Planet. Coming at you.